Hey photographers, today we will hear from another successful business owner who is reaching their financial goals by selling photography. Here's your host, Tavis Guild. Hello everyone and welcome to Selling Photography. Today we have the uh, the amazing Sterling Hoffman. He is uh, truly amazing in our industry. We are so excited to, to talk with him. So let's, uh, let's introduce him here. He's been in the industry for 45 years. He's over in Silver Spring, uh, Maryland area. So if you're in the area, say hi. And uh, he and his partner, Linda, founded Sterling Portraits in 1976. Uh, he mentioned that uh, in his first year, they did about $3,000 in sales. And so that's back when you could get an 8x10 for $3. Uh, fast forward the, to now, the least expensive portrait is $3,400, and they consistently have a five-figure sales average. Everyone, welcome Sterling Hoffman. How are you, my friend? I'm great, Tavis. It's a great day at Sterling Portraits. How are you, sir? Good, good, good. I'm so excited uh, to have this conversation. As our listeners know, we love to jump right into you know, getting the value right away. But I do have to say, I remember when I first heard of Sterling Hoffman, it was in the same sentence as rainbows and unicorns and Skittles raining from the sky. <laughs> it was, I mean, you have just done so many amazing things in our industry and for our industry. And uh, I am just excited to have this conversation uh, with you here today. So thank you for, for hanging out with us. Thank you so much, Tavis. It's a pleasure. Yeah. So, okay. So we're going to jump right in you guys and we're going to talk about the big one. We're going to talk about the big sale, right? These single transactions that can sometimes boggle the mind. You've seen them online. They could be 10,000, 20, 30, 40, $50,000, even a hundred thousand dollars in a single transaction. And, uh, you may be thinking right now, what are you talking about? Tavis? Well, we are talking about preparing for a sale that increases your heart rate, makes you cry and sweat all at the same time. Um, and Sterling is uh, the, the right person to talk to about this. So Sterling, give us a little bit of an introduction of, of what you do and then kind of bring us to these moments of sales that have just just made you come to tears. <laughs> I'd be happy to, Tavis. Our business is a portrait business where we do most of our portraiture on location, typically at clients' homes or destinations. We start with obviously the initial phone call. The goal of that is to set up an appointment to come into the gallery for an in-person consultation to discuss all the details of the portrait. Following that, we do a location preview, a clothing review, and room views so that when we show the images via ProSelect, we can show the images appropriately sized for places in their home that I have photographed so they can see the value and see the beauty of larger portraits. One of the biggest, biggest pitfalls, I think, of portrait artists is not being prepared for the big sale. Now, what I mean by that is in my coaching with, with these, these photographers, what I've noticed is that they limit themselves by their price list. They either don't have the confidence to, to put large packages, or we like to call them collections rather than packages, on their price schedule, or they just, I guess they think that 
because they can't afford it, they aren't going to be willing to try to ask for it. So we have a la carte pricing, but we also have collections. Now, the purpose of our collection is to drive the sale up. So the a la carte gives us our base sale and the collections tempt them to go higher because of the value that's built into those collections. Our collections, and I, and I tell my, my clients this, should always start above your average sale. Yeah. The purpose of the collection is to get people to go up. So we have collections that start at 25,000 and go up to 120,000. Yes. Now, do I sell the 120,000? No, I don't. However, yet, it broadens yet. their horizon. <laughs> it broadens their thought process as to what is possible. Yes. So a little bit of, uh, so I love getting right into some of the psychology that mm -hmm. goes into you know the experience, which we're going to jump into uh, here in a, uh, soon, everyone out there. Um, but right now, just kind of the psychology of um, how to facilitate having these single large transactions, these people that are um, investing um, significantly in, in portraits, uh, in albums, and, and some of the different things you have for them. And so what I'm hearing is, is when you set a, uh, your, your benchmark so high, having a portrait, you said 115,000 for, for a portrait. When you, when you, you see that, it's, it's kind of that price conditioning. I, I think back to you know, someone sharing with me one time, you know, they walked in my studio, looked at my pricing, and they looked at me square in the face and said, Tavis, I could buy your whole studio. And, you, know, <laughs> you, don't want, you don't want a client to walk in and say, can I just buy you and then you work for me? Like, can we do that? <laughs> Uh, and so, so anyway, so continue, uh, Sterling. So we, we're setting uh, some of these uh, psychological, you know, uh, encouragement, uh, you know, on the pricing side of things. What do you do from there to continue to uh, prepare on how to navigate a, a large sale like that? It, it starts with the first phone call. That's where you're making that first impression. You have to, you have to cultivate and groom your top clients. Top clients are not found, they're created. If I were to ask any of my clients who have invested five figures or six figures in portraiture, whether they thought they were going to invest that much money, every single one of them would say no. So it's, it's a cultivation that is based upon their experience with you and your experience with them. So to give you an idea, we try to get our clients to get emotionally involved from the very beginning. When they come into our gallery, which is in my residence, it's not in a commercial space, mm -hmm. we try to appeal to all their senses. And every, all the T's have to be crossed, all the I's have to be dotted because they're looking to do two things. They're looking to justify why this guy charges so much. And they're also looking to discredit you as to you know, why you shouldn't be charging that much. So you can't have clutter. You can't have fingerprints on the glass tops. You can't have dust bunnies blowing around the gallery. The car in the driveway needs to be clean. Everything has to be perfect. We spent almost two hours prepping for the client. And that means personal grooming as well as the facility. So when they walk in, that's their initial wow. It's like, wow, I never expected to see this in your home. Mm -hmm. So that's where we start. 
So you guys, I just want to catch you guys up here because Sterling is talking about uh, having a studio at his home and you may be out there listening and saying, hey, you know, I'm not even meeting studio or clients at homes. I'm meeting them at Starbucks. I'm meeting them at, you know, the, the next most convenient. I'm doing Zoom, um, whatever it is. But, uh, you know, I want you to, to listen closely to some of the things that he just unpacked for us there is from the initial point of conversation, the phone call, the experience that is happening there is elevated. The vocabulary that Sterling is using, pay attention to the words he's using and the words he's not using. You know, have a radar for that because when you call luxury companies, which is Sterling is a luxury portrait artist, when you call luxury companies, you will hear similar vocabulary. And so we want our clients to feel at home with other places that they are investing their money, other places that they're shopping, all the way down to the curb of the studio, the car in the driveway, um, those little things. Uh, you know, I heard heard a you know a while back uh, from someone saying, "Don't don't have things that will snap your client out of the experience." If there's the dust bunnies in the corner and they think. Oh, that's kind of weird. That'll snap them out of the experience. And it's not that this is, um, you know, a dog and pony show or anything like that, but you want your clients to be immersed because what happens with that is, is you're going to get amazing expressions. You're going to get, they're going to feel full of joy and excited to have these portraits on display. And it's because Sterling is paying attention to every detail in the experience. So let's just keep walking through the experience because that's going to lead us to the big one, the big sale, right? And so um, here we are. They, they've walked through the, the door. Let's kind of give us some nuggets, some things uh, of value for our listeners of what are some other things that you do? They've, they've entered in the studio. Um, what's, what's happening now? Well, once they come into the, into the gallery, we try to... Well, obviously we make them comfortable. We provide them with food. We provide them with beverage. We have music playing, something that's soft, maybe some soft jazz. The Where they sit is extremely comfortable. We're trying to appeal to all their senses. We may have some coffee brewing for that aroma. We may have some popcorn popping. So we're trying to immerse them into relaxation. Because in the D.C. area, it may have taken them an hour to get to me. And they, you know, they would show up quite frantic. So the initial part is just relaxing. And Linda does the first 45 minutes to an hour during the consultation. And her job is to prepare them for me coming in to talk to them about the portraits. She introduces them to the presentations that we have. We don't like to call them products. We call them presentations. And she explains to them about the oils and the canvases and the, can- and the story boxes and the albums. We don't have a lot of different offerings because too many offerings can confuse the client. But we do have the ones that I mentioned. And most of our clients are purchasing either a story box or an album or sometimes a story box and an album and a wall portrait. So they sit in, they get relaxed. I come in. The first 20 minutes, sometimes the first... 30 minutes, I'm not talking photography. I'm just talking to them like they're friends. And I'm asking questions. Questions are, are key. Questions are questions show that you care. Because the other studios aren't doing that. They either, either aren't doing a design consult at all, or when they do the design consult, they just go straight to 
you know, the price sheet or something yeah. like that. Okay. Yeah, what's price your eight sheet? by 10? <laughs> how much? Well, you know, that's typically what they say when they call. You know, right. how much yes. is it? I want to have my family photograph. How much is an eight by 10? So yes. obviously that we do a diversion on that because we, we aren't afraid of our prices. We aren't embarrassed by our prices, but we want to bring up our prices at the appropriate time. Right. And we want to be the ones to bring them up. So if Linda were to answer the phone and they said, how much is an eight by 10? And you, you, you know, I, she says $3,400. $3, Thank you very much. Click. Yeah. And because what just happened there was the value didn't have a chance to get above the price that was just said. And so um, if you guys are, I always, I always like to have this imaginary, um, if you've ever been to like a fundraiser and people are like raising money and you have this little chart and you kind of take a red marker and you start at the bottom, you start filling up how much money was raised. Well, well I look at that when we are with a client, that's our value chart. And every time we do something, so the vocabulary being used, we talked about that, that's adding a little bit of value unknowingly. When they come to the curb and it's clean and they walk in and it smells you know, great and welcoming and the environment is great, that's adding a little bit of value. When we're talking about, you know, not, not the, uh, the, when we're talking about the products, it, you know, not like here's the, the features of the products, but instead here's the benefits you know, to those, that's adding a little bit of value. And so um, as we're getting to, and because we're kind of raising this whole conversation up to navigating a, a very large sale, um, we have to keep in mind that, that the, the little value mechanism we're doing, it has to continue to rise up. So when we're saying prices, it's pulling them up to the value that's already been added. I like to use uh, Tiffany's as an example of, of a company that has its branding so well, so well formulated that they can charge anything they want for anything they offer. You can buy a paper clip mm -hmm. for $2,500 at Tiffany's. And if you go into a Tiffany's store, and I think that everyone should experience luxury environments, whether it be an exclusive hotel, an upscale clothing store, a place like Tiffany's, walk in, and just take in everything that you see. Look how they're dressed. Look how they speak. Look how clean everything is. It's, it's a total package. And because of that, they're able to you know, raise the bar. Yeah. So let's, I, I love that. And I remember actually seeing that paper clip. It was kind of getting shared around there for a while. And I was just like, okay, uh, you know, I'll take 10, you know, sure, why not? <laughs> <laughs> you know, and, and it's one of those things where, um, it, what, what that reveals when we see a paper clip for 2,500, it reveals our money blocks. It reveals our limiting beliefs. If we all of a sudden think, oh, there's no way that could be worth 2,500. That, that's, not, that's not Tiffany's problem. That's our problem. It, it's totally head trash. That's what I call it. It's head trash. Yeah. Um, you know, the, the person who sells Ferraris for $300,000 each is not, does not own a Ferrari, does not drive one home, but he believes in his product enough that he can quote that price, look the client dead in the eye, not bat an eye, and say, you know, this model is you know, $314,000. And so many of us, including myself in the past, were just so scared, petrified 
to talk about money. I, I'll tell you a quick little story. I mean, years ago, before I had tr sales training, I was so embarrassed by my prices, and they were a fraction of what they are now. I would hand the price list to the client, and I was so embarrassed, I actually left the room. Oh, no. <laughs> okay. Not just sat there and wouldn't look at them or look at the floor. I had to be gone. <laughs> and one of, the, one of my clients who saw me do this turned out to be a Sandler sales training uh, coach. Oh. He, he had a franchise. And he called me out on it. He says, you're really uncomfortable with your prices. Mm -hmm. He said that to my face. Mm -hmm. And I go, really? He goes, yeah. You should have seen your body language when you, when you gave me the price sheet before you left the room. <laughs> I ended up signing up for Sandler sales training. It was the best move I had made in my life because I yeah. learned about sales. I love it. So. I love it. <laughs> and that's an, actually another thing I love about you, Sterling, is you just have a student's heart and you, you're just, you continually are, are learning, even though you've already accomplished so much um, in our industry, you just, you just have that, that, that student's heart. And I, I think that's so, so valuable, but let's jump back to um, the experience we're in with you um, from the client's perspective. We've got on the phone from the curb, we're in the studio, we're, we're planning the portrait session, you're, you're giving them pricing, all that stuff. Um, what are a couple other good nuggets? And then um, let's, let's get to the session itself. And then of course, we'll get to the main show, the uh, in-person sales portion uh, of this. Well, this is, this is a gem of a nugget. We, most photographers do not focus on the final presentation. What they seem to focus on and what the clients often focus on is having the pictures taken, mm -hmm. having the portraits taken. I'm, I'm joking when I say pictures. Having the portraits created. And we realize that clients are willing to give you money in advance for portraits that they're going to buy later. And, you know, a lot of photographers will say, oh, my clients would never do that. They, they always say they want to see the portraits before they make any decisions. Well, no, it's not true. Wedding photographers don't do weddings on speculation. They get a commitment up front, whether it be for albums or whether it be for wall portraits or both, or whether it just be a dollar figure. So why can't portrait photographers do the same thing instead of photographing, going to all this work, and we go to a lot, and then be wishing and hoping that someone buys. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you don't want to do that. So we bring up what's called the advanced purchase uh, option. It's a, it's, a, it's a savings that they get by pre-buying for portraits at the design consultation. And it's 20%. Now, we let them know this in advance. If you spring it on them at the consultation, probably 90% would say no. But it's mentioned on the phone by Linda before they come in it's in the planning guide as a loose sheet that falls out into their lap when they open up the planning guide and she told them that it would be there and then when she does her part at the design consultation at the very beginning the first 45 minutes to an hour she says don't forget to talk to sterling about the advanced purchase savings it'll save you 20 percent on anything that you buy today so by the time i get around to talking about it at the end of the design consultation They've heard it three times, so I'm not springing it on them. In fact, oftentimes they will interrupt me and say, oh, yeah, yeah, we want to take advantage of that. So what that means is say the client plans on investing $10,000 in portraits. They pay me $8,000 that day in full, and they get a certificate. It's a gift certificate. 
and they can apply that money towards their portraits. They have 10,000 that they paid eight for. It can be any amount. They could have a $5,000 certificate that they paid 4,000 for. Uh, they, could, they could have a $40,000 certificate. I've sold those before. Yeah. So it's, it's a great way to turn what is typically an informational appointment into a money appointment. Right. And, you know, one thing I, I love because uh, in, in my journey, you were one of the people that I actually uh, latched on to uh, that, that pre-investment um, or advanced purchase, you know, however mm -hmm. you want to call it. Mm -hmm. And I can tell you right now, so for all of you guys out there, it's worth tapping the brakes for a second. When Sterling is talking about 10,000 and 40,000, you know, your, your head may have just, you know, went off your shoulders and started spinning for a second. But I want you guys to, again, have that student's heart that, that we were just talking about that Sterling has is because you know, I didn't realize what was possible in this industry and how, and more importantly, how I was not meeting my clients where they were at until um, people like Sterling and some other individuals openly shared their experience with um, serving their clients um, with these types of numbers. And so I, I don't want, again, just like we hear the, the Tiffany's 2500 uh, paperclip thing, if you catch yourself laughing and being like, yeah, right, just know we might have to navigate that, some of that stuff on our own. We may be working through some money blocks that we don't know um, is there. And so um, I love, you know, that idea of advanced purchase. Uh, for me, actually, um, you know, my favorite part about it is, is it takes the temperature in the room. If money is still an objection and the value has not reached where it needs to be, we get to bring it up and talk about it before the sales process. And, I, and you know, aside from them making an advanced purchase, which is wonderful, if they're on the fence or we still need to add a little more value, we get to know and we have time to still add the value. So I, I love, I love, love, love the advanced purchase. So those of you guys out there that have not tried that uh, concept, uh, definitely give it a go. So I wanted to mention one or two more things about that uh, quickly, if I could, Tavis. Of course, um, yes. The advanced purchase is only beneficial to the photographer if you have a long sales process. If you're the type of studio where you talk to the client on Monday and you're doing the portrait, the design consult on Wednesday and the portrait session on Friday, it doesn't, it doesn't benefit what you benefit you whatsoever because you're basically just giving away 20%. Our clients typically are scheduling months, if not seasons, in advance. They may come in in the winter and plan to have a fall portrait session. So what does that mean? That means that we're getting money months and months in advance, which helps cash flow. I had a January a few years back where we did $80,000 worth of business mm. and we didn't pick up the camera. It was yeah. all advanced money for the future. And as we all know, money that's spent is often forgotten. It doesn't mean they forgot it. It just means that when they come in to purchase the portraits, and they have this credit on account, they typically spend two to three times what their initial investment was. So the client that gave me $4,000 will probably end up investing another $8,000 to $12,000. It's a whole lot easier to get a $12,000 sale if you got 6,000 of it six months earlier than to get 12,000 at one time.
Yeah, no, and that and that is that is so true. I, I love that stuff. Let's let's keep rolling because uh, you you have so many more little nuggets that we got to try and <laughs> mine uh, right now. And so uh, let's go through the portrait experience. So you know you're creating beautiful portraits and whatnot. And if it's okay with you, I want to go ahead and fast forward to um, to the actual in-person sales meeting. So this is when they are viewing their portraits and making the what would be the final investment for this experience. Um, let's if you would walk us through some of those things because again, the beginning of our conversation started with getting ready and prepared on how to navigate the big one. And so here we are, if that's okay, go ahead and pick it up from there. Sure. I mean, I yeah, there isn't time to go through every little intricacy and every little yeah, detail. Yeah, that's, that, that's a but, weekend conference, right, so we right. gotta <laughs> exactly. I can't teach you forty-five years worth of sales in, in one podcast, although I'd like to. The most important decision or change we ever made in photography was projection. Mm. Absolutely, positively, we started doing it in the eighties. And we still do it today. So we have a projector that's up on the ceiling. You can sort of see it right behind my ear there. And we project onto a retractable screen. So the clients come in. It's the same whining and dining with some food and some chit chat. We manage their expectations because they've never done this before. The vast majority of clients have never done this before. So they don't know what's going to happen just like at a portrait session. They don't know whether they're supposed to make their children laugh or whether they're supposed to, what they're supposed to do. So you have to manage your expectations by letting them know what's going to happen. And what we call that is bringing the future to you. So we let them know, TAP, time agenda process, how long the appointment's going to be, reminding them because we've already told them what the agenda is. And the agenda is to make all of your decisions today. It's, it's not any, I'll think it over and I'll get back to you. We make sure that's clear. And then the process, we explain to them how we're gonna project the images. There's gonna be a slideshow that will last you know, eight minutes and 43 seconds. We cannot stop the slideshow. Just sit back, hold hands, cuddle, cry, whatever you need to do, hear the tissue, and they laugh. <laughs> and then, and then they go, we go through, we're going to go through the slideshow after the slideshow is over and you wipe away the tears. I'm going to spend three minutes going over what you have coming to you, whether it be something that they got from a promotion that we did or an auction that they purchased from, or perhaps it was a deposit that they gave us for their advanced purchase savings, because it could have been six months before, since they were in last. So we let them know that we're going to be doing that. And then I'm going to spend seven and a half minutes, just very short period of time, just reviewing again what your options are for, for presentations. Okay. And yeah. so I, I use these oddball numbers just to be different and be quirky. So, yeah. you know, and I say, is that okay? And I'm nodding my head and they're hopefully nodding their head as well. <laughs> and we do the slideshow, turn off the lights, turn off the projector. How did you like them? How do they make you feel? And I make sure that they answer. I don't, I don't accept them just sitting there. If mom says, oh, my God, they were fabulous. And then dad's just kind of sitting there. So, dad, what do you think? How did you like them? I want to get him involved as well. Yeah. And so then I let them know about what the process is going to be. Um, I, after showing them the presentations, I never assume that they're going to get just one thing. If they're looking at a wall portrait, the question is always how many at the appropriate time. 
if they're getting albums, how many? Most albums I ever sold were six to yeah. a portrait client, and this was my hundred fifteen thousand dollar you know best sale ever. Yeah. But if wait, you wait, don't wait, ask wait, hold the- on, hold on, Sterling. You can't say one hundred and fifteen thousand dollars, and then just keep talking. You got to pause because you guys, that's the big one. That's what we're. <laughs> that's, that's the whopper. That's the whopper. That's what we started our conversation with. Is is how to to uh, get to the point. Be prepared to have uh, your clients have an experience where they are giving you a hundred and fifteen thousand uh, dollars. Well, this a smile client, on their face and tears in their eyes. Uh, you know, this sort of this so, client invested sixty five thousand the first portrait session. I know we're we're digressing here, but that's okay. And we were on vacation and we decided to send postcards to our top 50 clients. A couple of them contacted me and said, oh, thank you for the postcard. This one client who had invested 65,000 called us up and she said, it's been six years since you did the portraits. My 18 year old who is six foot two, 240 pounds, all the portraits on the wall are of him as a 12 year old. It's time, it's time to do it again. So this, because she was investing at such a level, we did the design consultation at her home. She, I asked her, where in the world would you like to do the portraits? And she said, oh, we can just do them in the backyard like we did last time. And I said to her, you realize that for two thirds of what you invested the last time, in other words, $40,000 will go anywhere on the planet. And she said, really? I said, really? So we ended up going to Kiowa Island, mm. which is a, gated island and we did the portraits and she invested 115,000 total. Mm -hmm. She purchased up front the 40,000. She bought more portraits when she saw them. And when I delivered and unveiled the portraits, she bought more portraits. So she bought three different times. So she was without a doubt my my best client. And and she has a $40,000 deposit with us for her third session. So it it. can happen. Yeah. The point is, you don't know how much money your client is comfortable spending. You don't know what their bank account is. You don't know just because they drive a, a normal car, whether they're a trust fund kid. And I've had clients like that. Mm-hmm. You just can't prejudge them. Yeah. You well, have to what- assume they're all going to purchase and they're all going to purchase multiple. And it's not a story box or an album. It's a story box and an album. It's not one portrait. It's portraits for their homes mm-hmm. and offices and everything. And offices, yes. Yeah. And and so you guys, um, we've walked through the experience. We've unveiled the 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 big one uh, or or one of the big ones uh, that Sterling has has done there. And and again, if you're hearing Sterling's sentiment, there is that there's all been a there's always, there's been a point for myself and for Sterling. When we would hear numbers like this and we would shake our head and be unsure, Sterling is has been to the point uh, to where when he's working with a client, he's just meeting them where they're at. He's completely removed himself from their financial decisions outside of him just facilitating <laughs> what it is they want to invest in. Because if they want to invest a million dollars with Sterling and that is what they make on a Monday, um, then we, we should meet them where they're at. Um, and, uh, and so again, I just, I, I love all you, all you guys listening out there and 
I just know we're all in different places in our journey in this industry. And it, it is such an amazing, fun industry. And you are hearing just what is possible, uh, you know, in, in our industry. And so Sterling, um, you know, you've, you've talked about the experience. Like, like you and I said, we could take a, a couple of weeks and just have daily seminars on, on this. Let's do it. <laughs> wait, wait, let's do it. Let's do it. <laughs> let's do it. Um, <laughs> but I want to I wanna leave our listeners just kind of with one last question, one little nugget, um, and sure. it'll actually probably resonate with some of the stuff we've already been talking about. But what's something that you, that you now know that you could have told your younger self and it would have saved a little bit of pain? Like what's something that when you're thinking back and you're like, man, if only I would have known that, you know, however many years ago, what, what comes to mind when I say that? I think that far and above anything else is that in the success pie, 80% of it is sales skills and not photography. You can be a master photographer and have a fledgling business and a part-time job as a security guard. You could be a high volume, but are afraid to charge what you're worth. And so you end up being busy but you're not being profitable. And so I think that instead of investing so much in the craft of photography, you should invest in sales training yes. because that's, that's where it's at. So, and I think that is a, a perfect way to, to throttle down our conversation, but also to, to kind of say, you know, that that's something that is now a passion of yours that you offer coaching for photographers and and so give us a little bit real quick you know the the elevator what, what when you're working when you're working with photographers um what are some quick things of value i mean we've all been listening to it you know of course already um but what's unique from that from your standpoint and your position there we started coaching a few years ago uh, with the intention of giving back We've had so many mentors and so many seminars over the four decades that I've been in business, four and a half decades. And I felt that it was, it was just about time to start giving back. So we started a coaching business. And the coaching business is a little different than what might be considered a typical coaching business because we don't have a, we don't have a script. We don't have a set format. We don't have a master plan. Linda has a one-hour uh, complimentary interview, shall we say, to vet the person who is considering us for coaching and for us to vet them as well. And she discusses the issues, the problems, so that we can determine whether or not we can help them. It, and the, the ball's in their court at that point. Some, some of our clients come to us for three to five hours of coaching. Some of us come for 10 to 20. Some have us every week. Yeah. So it's personally designed to address the issues, the problems that they're experiencing in their business. And we've I had great that. success raising their average. We had, we had one recent lady, she only wanted to get her average up to 2000. And then she started doing $9,000 sales. <laughs> I love it. I love it. So yeah. if you're out there listening and you, and that's you and you, you're just really resonating with, with Sterling, first of all, you'll never be let down by his energy and enthusiasm. I can tell you that. His ability to help you navigate this industry that he has um, just done so well in. 
um, and serve so well uh, is is absolutely wonderful. And so uh, definitely connect with him. All that information is going to be in the in the show notes uh, over on the site, so you can check that out. If you are just wanting to find Sterling, he does have a, a really fun Facebook group that is is full of uh, photographers <laughs> that we you know we banter on and on about all sorts of things. And it, and if you're looking for that, that is going to be uh, Sterling. What is that? I don't have that for you. Oh, it's uh, Sterling and Linda's portrait business discussion group. And so that'll also be in the, the show notes there. But if you're listening to this and you want to type it in, go ahead and find her there. But Sterling, thank you so much uh, for, My for pleasure. hanging out with us, giving us all that value. And uh, I hope to talk to you again soon. Thanks, Tavis. It was a blast. Thank you so much. You've been listening to Selling Photography with Tavis Guild, sponsored by Guild Canvas Company, a luxury line of museum-quality canvases for photographers, hand-painted and easy to clean. Go to guildcanvas.com and click Become a Client to get started.